One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Give it to me. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you. That is, I have to be honest, our favorite part of the week and gives us an excuse to crawl out into the sunshine, out of our little caves, look around the world at large and see what might be happening so that we can tell you all about it. Listen, if you're not a patron, you don't know anything about CBD. Yeah. We had a long, long bonus content session today. If you uh, would like to know what the heck we're talking about, head on over to patreon.com slash it's a thing where you can become a supporter of the show and get basically, at least this week, a whole other podcast tacked on to this one. You think you know about CBD maybe, but you don't until you you listen to this bonus content. (laughs) And and we learned it all from the Discord. We really did. Which is another thing you can do if you're a patron of the show. (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh go to patreon.com slash it's a thing uh become a member and then hook up discord and the server will just appear when you link your discord account to your patreon account and then and you then can you... come in and chat and talk to us even while we're doing the show during the show you can chat with us live i know that we're given we're doing a lot of the uh the fundraising up top here but really it's just because like we've been having so much fun with the patrons that we yeah. want you all to get this opportunity because exactly. it is delightful what should we begin with shall i start I believe you should, yes, because it's okay. so timely. You have a timely so, thing. Yeah, a few weeks ago I mentioned hockey. And, you know, we we, we, we can't win everything. Uh, but I have been watching a lot of the finals of sports. And uh, that means that I have actually been watching the finals of the NBA, which I don't always watch. But mm-hmm. I found the idea of the Warriors again. <laughs> in the final <laughs> against Toronto fascinating and of yep. course that led me to discover the whole Drake drama that has been going on uh because Drake if you don't know is a rapper <laughs> you probably know that <laughs> but if you don't know that uh if you don't know uh he is also a huge fan and has been for years of the Toronto Raptors basketball team mm-hmm. uh he is a, a, an ambassador he's he's i don't know if he's actually paid but he is an official he's there, like official yeah yeah. he's an official ambassador of the team uh there's rumors that he even has his own stall in the locker room he shows up at most of the games i think every game he can possibly get to uh he helped design a jersey he does a drake night every season like way into this team and of course <laughs> now they're in the nba finals he is over the moon to the point that People who aren't in the Raptor universe are suddenly just having an avalanche of Drake filling, oh, yeah. filling their eyeballs. <laughs> and they're basically like, what is the deal <laughs> with Drake? Because he is on the court. At one point, he was like on the sidelines, on the court, giving the Raptors coach, whose name, by the way, is Nick Nurse, which is hysterical, at like a shoulder massage. I mean, people were just like, what the heck? He's apparently been their official ambassador since 2013. So it's mm-hmm. like not he is in no way is he a bandwagoner. Um, and they, they credit him with they just credit him with a ton of energy. 
But then it's also this sort of hilarious thing because I guess like the NBA talked to him about how his antics on the court were a little inappropriate. And then that caused everybody on Twitter to be like, oh, it's fine when Jack Nicholson and Spike Lee do it at Lakers games, but it's not okay when it's Drake. Why? Because you hate Canada. I made up that last part, but probably because Twitter. And it's hilarious. We were we were actually talking about this on Good Day Internet today. Like, did Jack Nicholson do crazy things on the sidelines? I guess he did. Yeah. I mean, they would, like, jump up, and they'd be kicking and shouting. Yeah, and, you know, Spike the whole Lee is a little more animated. I think of Jack just sort of scowling a lot, but yeah. Um, he used but, to be younger. There's definitely precedent, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's true. He did. Uh, <laughs> there's definitely precedent for the celebrity sideline supporter, and I, I can't tell how much of this is just the rest of the world outside of Toronto discovering that this has been going on and being like, whoa, that's a lot of Drake all at once. It you is. Know? I got to say, it is a lot of Drake. And it's just really a fun story. And they like Vulture had this hysterical thing that was like a timeline of Drake being ridiculous during the NBA playoff. <laughs> and he, I mean, he's over the top. Like, let's be honest. And it, it <laughs> the Vulture piece starts, if you're a person who thinks Drake is the worst, these NBA playoffs have been a small slice of hell for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who doesn't uh, like, who thinks Drake is the worst? I almost said who doesn't like Drake. There are plenty of people who don't like Drake, I'm sure. But I don't know. I mean, yeah. He's like, you know, he's pretty aggressive courtside and whatever, but I don't care. I think it's hysterical. I know he was trolling, what, Curry, I guess, yesterday uh, a and bit. He and, he and Draymond had some, uh, exchanged uh, some words, I think, on okay. the, but uh, you know what? Fine. Like, it's all part of the, it's all part of the thing. I have to say that I am really struggling with this, these playoffs or these finals because obviously Warriors, I live in Oakland, I've been a fan for a long time. I am not a bandwagoner. That much. I've been a fan since at least 2012. You recognize um, when they were still losing. They were still you losing. You recognize a lot. the phrase, it's a great timeout. Exactly. That's how far back. Okay. That's Let's how just far get, back. Yeah. Okay. It's real. It's real. <laughs> but I got, I like have a secret love for the Raptors and Kawhi Leonard. So it's been kind of difficult. But also, mm-hmm. can I go back to Drake drama mm-hmm. in general? Because I think he's just a little drama. Like, I think uh, well, that he's. Yeah. Anybody like, who's followed his rap career knows that he's gotten in beefs it's not it's not like he's the one guy in hip-hop that doesn't get in beefs he totally gets in beefs also i think he's like the taylor swift of rap Mm. music makers like he's like cursed in love (laughs) there ain't no i in team but you know there is a me and me is drake in this case drake the me (laughs) is drake he's he's over the top he's over the top it's hilarious i I just i thought it was hilarious because i really hadn't been following this all through the playoffs but I thought it was hilarious last night when the announcer towards the end of the first half uh, says, oh, and he dives in past you-know-who, meaning Drake. And the color <laughs> commentator is like, you can say his name. It's Drake. And he's like, ah, I was trying to get through the whole half without saying his name. Oh, my God. That is hysterical. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like that, and the, it is really like more than anything, it, 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 as in the drama around Drake being so drama at NBA games, is a thing. In oh, fact, yeah. there's, a, there's a great piece in The Ringer that I uh, just popped in the Discord <laughs> headline, Drake is the true villain of the NBA Finals. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so nice most of the time. Is he, though? Is he? Is he, though? I well, feel like this is a Canada mm-hmm. conversation. Like, is Canada really nice? Mm. Listen, my theory has been that Canada is nice because they direct all their rage into hockey. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they, they take it outlets. all. They, I take it all out on the ice. Maybe some of that rage does go into Drake. Maybe mm-hmm. he's he's maybe, a fired up guy. He's maybe hockey up. isn't the only heat sink for Canadian rage that makes them polite. 
<laughs> Man, I really want to make an absurdity that says heat sink for Canadian rape. <laughs> and a like of that Drake. is a poetic turn of phrase. <laughs> and it's just like a picture of a hockey stick or you know, oh, a hockey I stick. Mean, yeah, yeah, it's perfect. That's incredible. Yes, that's uh, incredible. please go forth, make this t-shirt. I will buy one. While I am enjoying the NBA finals, my child who is not interested. Also, okay, wait, hold on. I got to go back to Canadian NBA based on something I just saw or NBA. If the Raptors win, Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the NHL is still the NHL, but doesn't it at some point become the International Basketball Association, World Basketball Association? Like, isn't Canada getting a little annoyed that we keep calling it national basketball well, or national hockey? They created the National Hockey League and then added a majority of U.S. teams and didn't change it to the International Hockey League. So that seems fair to keep the NBA NBA, right? I mean, also, I guess. National League used to have the Montreal Expos. It doesn't anymore, but right. the American League has the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay, but, all right. I mean, but America it's does practice. apply to North America, so, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's a good, that's it's a good ex- question. It's clearly accepted practice, and but but as Rich points out, Producer Rich, Major League Basketball, or Major <laughs> League Baseball, but Major League Be- Baseball covers Major all League the, Baseball is the name for the two all leagues the together. Yeah, yeah. so to speak. But Although it doesn't matter if they win or not, if they're still in the they're National still in Basketball it, and so Association. It be, yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, while I'm watching the finals, my child will not be because he has decided that he is not interested anymore. Uh, and what he will be doing, and this may surprise some of you, he will not be playing Fortnite. Mm. He'll be playing Minecraft. Whoa! It's having its its uh, Minecraft is back, <sighs> big time. Why? Like, I don't know. Hmm. I think that it might be because there's been a bunch of advertising lately about how there's Minecraft 2 coming mm-hmm. out. Okay. Yeah. There's also the kind of inevitable backlash against Fortnite. Sure. Right? Where just everybody was started playing it and so now it's not cool anymore. Nobody likes that. And then that there was club. the 10 year anniversary of Minecraft, which probably and drummed was, up a lot more. Yep. That got people nostalgia. all fired up again. Yeah. Exactly. And so now, like, not only is it sincerely cool to be playing minecraft all over again in fact yesterday was the last day of school and my kids stayed up like basically had a de facto sleepover except over you know multiplayer gaming over a headset with his friend and they stayed up half the night playing minecraft wow playing minecraft like they're you know about to be seventh graders and it is just and and it's back in meme form too and so now they're sharing all these little Instagram memes about how, like, Fortnite is so stupid and Minecraft is so awesome again. Wow. Fortnite yeah. is stupid. Yeah. That's insane. And it's clearly not. He's still, yeah, they're still yeah. playing Fortnite, but they're playing it in that, like, way where... They're playing you know, it ironically. No one goes to that club anymore because <laughs> it's too crowded. <laughs> but they're, they're, wearing, they're wearing Fortnite t-shirts ironically. Ironically. It's ironic, Fortnite t-shirts. There's even like a, you know, like evil, like Pepe the Frog meme about how Minecraft <laughs> is cool again. And so then that's a like a reason to oh live. I mean, it's like, it's kind of crazy how Minecraft is, or yeah, Minecraft is a thing. I like forgot which word I was even saying. Fortnite, Minecraft, they're all getting mixed up in my head. CBD, I feel help. like this tends to... Uh, this tends to solidify something as a longer term success when yeah. it has that second wave, right? Like this, it's this real. means that Minecraft is not going to just d- dissolve. It's not, it's not going to fade away. Like some, some trends do, they get real hot for a few years and then they kind of, they kind of fall out. I don't, I don't think that's, that's going to happen with Minecraft. I think it, no. that means it's here to stay. Jury's still out on, on Fortnite, whether it'll have a second wave then. Yeah. 
I think that's really true, actually. And and we won't. That's a really interesting idea, like that we won't know for sure if something's really a thing until it's second. Mm-hmm. It's second go around. Yeah. I don't like know. Like a I'm, perma thing, you know? It's like a the perma con- thing. Yeah. Yep. I found is something it, from a. Is it the Bay City Rollers or the Beatles? We won't know. <laughs> we won't know. <laughs> and neither yeah. will you because only like five of you get that reference, but. And if you look up Minecraft is cool again, there's all this funny stuff. A ton of it is like from Reddit. There's all these dank memes on Reddit about it being cool again. I don't know. It's interesting. But I guess you could argue that Pokemon is in this category, too, because Pokemon Go came back around and then now it's coming back around again again. Mm -hmm, With the Detective Pikachu. But yeah, if if you if you're going to try to be all fellow kids and talk about Fortnite, mm -mm. turns out it's a whiff. You got to talk about Minecraft. Yeah. Again. If someone here's what you do. If someone brings up Fortnite, you say, "Sorry, you mean Minecraft?" You mean and Minecraft? Then the kids go, "Oh my gosh, this is a fellow kid. I will now <laughs> induct you into my secret society." <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you know what? Also, is not as cool as uh, Fortnite anymore. What? Personal brands. What? Bye, personal Stop brands. That. Did you hear about the, the the big influencer with millions of followers who only sold thirty six t shirts? <laughs> Ouch. Is that a thing? That that happened today. Yeah. Um, But no, there's this Verge article from Ashley Carmen talking about the trend of people creating anonymous accounts. Mm -hmm. So, my favorite example is probably not the best example. Uh, Sure. Breadface blog, which is an anonymous Mm -hmm. account with the name Breadface. And it's just pictures of people eating bread. And it's ridiculously popular on Instagram. Uh, 195,000 followers. Uh, and, and this is like people turning from the pressure of being a personal brand and all of the spotlight and criticism and mm. saying, well, I'm going to have a brand, but no one's going to know who's behind it. Interesting. Which so seems an, really smart. An anonymous brand. Yeah. Huh. Breadface, by the way, a little more porny than I expected. So mm. fair warning to it is, our It is listeners. all bread pictures, but mm, yeah. Not mm. all. I mean, in their bread. There was a bottom. It's a fair warning. Either way. Fair warning. Just fair warning. It's a little (laughs) adultish. It's Instagram, but it's It's Instagram, so anything can happen. That is really interesting. And I guess when you think, well, I feel like you and I, given our many long years in this industry, probably tried to tell some mainstream media folks that like my 500,000 Google Plus followers were not real. (laughs) <laughs> and would in no way guarantee traffic <laughs> do you do, do, do you remember when people would freak out when their twitter follower account started to go down yeah because twitter was getting rid of bots yeah i i never you mean, do you mean the president well, when you say people because I mean, yeah. even even before the president but yeah he was one of them like i'm like that no it's no. you they're like did the internet has never worked that way is nope. the email subscription lists have always been full of crap and you would do things like it became a thing in the early 2000s when i was still working at tech tv to do things to get rid of people from your email subscription lists <laughs> because you knew that a lot of them were either fake or just not paying attention anymore and you're like no i want to know how many people actually pay attention to my email list right uh, and so you know, Twitter, Instagram, all of that stuff, same thing. Like there's a lot of, that number is meaningless unless you can validate how many people are actually paying attention to what you're posting. Um, but yeah, I, and so there's, there's some of that goes into it, but also just the idea of, I don't want 
to have people coming at me because they think they know who I am because of the fact that they know who I am. (laughs) Yeah. And I really, I feel like this is such a good thing. (laughs) This is such a positive trend to be happening that people are realizing like, oh, it actually is extremely terrible to be so exposed on social media, especially given the outrage culture that it, that defines so much of social media right now. And just like a basic tenet, like a basic acceptance that it might be nicer and safer and emotionally safer to be anonymous. Great idea, The other side of that is people use anonymity to launch attacks and harass and all of that. So anonymity isn't always a good thing. But but... this is is a good reminder, though, of the times when it is because it is safer. Like there are really times and and that's what, you know, people have argued against Facebook's real names policy for years. Like there are times when it is legitimately safer. And so the idea of building a brand that isn't based on who you are, where you live, what you look like, because that can get so God talk about the feelings and how ugly that would be. Like you created an online persona, but people are attacking you and they don't know the difference. And and I've I've this is a very small example. I don't pretend to think this is the worst example in any way. But, you know, I've had people who make an assumption about me because they know I live in California. They probably even think I live in San Francisco because I used to and I not L.A., but it doesn't matter. They're like, well, you don't know what it's like in a small town. And then right. I get that frequently. And I'm like, except for the 20 right. years I spent growing up in a town of less than 6000 people like and, and it's it's that thing where people think they know you because they're like, well, I see your face and I know what your name is and where mm-hmm. you are. So therefore I know everything about you. And that's the minorest. The, what my example is the minorest version of that. Mm-hmm. There's so many worse examples of people laying into someone because of their gender or because of their, their perceived political point of view or even expressed political point of view. Yeah. This is so interesting. I love this, the anonymous online thing. And how personal brands aren't cool anymore. What is what's gonna? Who is the New York Times possibly going to hire when they? <laughs> They'll hire ambivalently yours. Pink drawings, totally. mixed feelings, and ambivalent advice. The bread thing. Don't hire bread the face blog. Here. Supreme copies <laughs> or a little Jupiter, who is like probably the coolest anonymous or semi-anonymous. Huh. Yeah. I love it. That's a really good one. Um, well, being attacked personally online. Mm can lead to my next thing. And that thing is anxiety. Not like I don't have it. I'm just saying anxiety is a thing. Like people are super into talking about their anxiety. It seems to be on the rise with millennials. Mm. And I I don't even know, like maybe people have been this anxious all along and there wasn't ever a good word for it. But I just feel like all of a sudden this sort of like acceptance that everyone has anxiety, talks about their anxiety, has anxiety over this, feels anxious over this, has competing anxiety is like a thing. Everyone's talking about being anxious. And I feel a little left out because I'm not anxious. (laughs) I don't have that. Well, are you talking about clinical anxiety or just the, the feeling of being anxious about something or both? I don't know. I'm just talking about everybody talking about their damn anxiety. And I don't know what they mean when they say that. Uh, or that's part of the thing is that's like, part of we the don't thing. know what they're talking about when right. they say, I have anxiety. Do you mean like you're just nervous about something or do you mean like, oh, no, you have an anxiety disorder? Right. right. I think they think, I think they're just saying, oh, I'm like nervous about this. I have feelings about it. I'm worked up about it. I don't know. But it's become like when I say it's a thing, I mean, it's like a shorthand 
it's just a shorthand for like, I'm having feelings about things or I'm worried about it or whatever. Right. They're just like, oh, I'm having so much anxiety about this. Oh, this is triggering my anxiety. Uh, and there's, it's just yeah, a, okay. it's like right. part of the parlance in this incredibly pervasive and casual way that makes me go, wait, wait, when did everybody get anxiety? Like the usage I don't, of the word anxiety, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a little lost, and it's just it's become part of of people's online personas. In fact, there's <laughs> natalied.com anxiety girl able to jump to the worst <laughs> conclusion in a single bound. Like people are proud of it; they're super embracing their anxiety. That Sean Mendez song, "In My Blood," mm-hmm, is all about mm-hmm. it. And then the thing that really made me. So I've been thinking this for a while. And then the thing that sort of really made me think like, God, anxiety really is a thing that everyone believes that they have is this. Uh, there was this great Atlantic article that was going around. It was kind of just it was viral about the, um, how some people love to be late to the airport. Oh, my gosh. That's Did the you worst. see this? Why, no. Why would you? That ah. gives me feelings of anxiety just thinking about being late. To, why would there you, you like go. that? OK, well, so. I don't know, right? The article speculated that some people like the excitement. Other people have anxiety about being at the airport, so they push it to the last minute so they won't have to. But then when I was looking at Twitter and reading all of the Twitter comments about this article, which was like there are two kinds of people at the airport, some who like to be late and some who like to be early, Mm -hmm. every comment referenced Anxiety. Uh, I, I have anxiety about being late or not being late. But I somehow, have anxiety about missing the plane. I have anxiety about being yep. at the airport too long. Yeah. It okay. gives me so much anxiety to even have this conversation. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. but somehow all of the parlance was my anxiety. And I just I I'm I'm fascinated by it. I don't know where everybody got it and I don't know why they all picked it up at the same time. Like we just used to say that stresses me out, I guess. Yeah, right. That's that's what we would say when we mean what most of these people are meaning. Yeah. Stress. We would say, oh, I'm so stressed. I'm stressed oh God, out. That stresses me out. Oh, I'm really stressing about X, Y, and Z. Yep. Anxiety like, has started to replace stress, it sounds like. It, it, yeah. And I, it's almost more of a usage word. And I don't know if it necessarily means that everybody has more anxiety. But certainly if you look at like pop sugar, then they're like, in the digital era, everyone has more anxiety. But so then there's like uh, this, you know, this young person, like this sort of millennial sounding person or younger, maybe Gen Z person wrote this article and it and this and quotes her friend saying, when my anxiety gets really bad, I have to post a selfie. And I'm like, wait, do you have anxiety or that do you just one think of the most millennial do? sentences I've ever heard? I mean, right. Like I just like somehow anxiety goes hand in hand with a certain age group right now. And I'm like, wait, so now I'm hella old because I only have one tattoo and I don't have anxiety? Like, this is a sign of my age? Oh, my Lord. You know, I have an anxiety disorder. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, no, I literally do. Oh. I have panic attacks. Tom, and I used how am to... I just learning this? Well, because I don't talk about it all the time. Peanut. Well, now's your freaking chance. Talk about well, yeah. it constantly, apparently. No, I, I've, I've, I've talked Aww. about it before. I haven't hidden it. I've, I've even mentioned it on Twitter because it's just a thing. It's it's like I have, you know, I don't know, measles or, or cold or something, you know, like a, the recurring thing. It's not, I don't think of it as a drama thing that I need to parade around or be embarrassed about either right. one. Right. It's just a thing that happens. Now, I got... Uh, I, I was treated for it in various ways over the years. The thing that finally worked for me that has made a big difference is they sort my doctor sort of traced it down to being a um, a thyroid deficiency. Oh, so I started taking thyroid medicine and it helped a ton, like yeah. incredible amounts. Um, 
but but yeah, so so that's why I asked right off the top, like, does everybody suddenly have like like what do they mean anxiety, or is this? It sounds like it's mostly just people using it to mean stress, nervousness, etc. It is, yeah, which is fine. I don't mind Kinda. that on a, in a weird way, like normalizing anxiety as a like, yeah, it's just a thing that happens is is net positive, really, because people should be able to talk about it and not feel embarrassed and not feel like they're looking for attention because it's just a it can be caused by all kinds of different things, first of all. And it's just a glitch in the in the way your system works that, you know, you you can treat. Yeah. Well, and I will say it is true that the the kind of ongoing conversation about it and the casual usage is leading to a lot of positive conversations about it in the mental health context. And so while I was looking while I was researching this and whether it was a thing, I found a whole article in HuffPo about um, her HuffPost, I guess they are now, about Carson mm. Daly, who talked about how he has generalized anxiety disorder. So not mm. like I'm anxious and I need to post a selfie, but, you know, I... <laughs> <laughs> had He's to take tried. medication and right <clears throat> he posted the selfies it didn't work it didn't help and so he has this whole but but so then you know like outpouring of support and all of these people on twitter talking about how they have their own anxiety and so i think generally the the very positive sub thing is that there is a ton more acceptance about the fact that like we all need a little help we all feel overwhelmed i i, I saw that burnout was is now considered an accept like a medical condition mm-hmm and all of that is incredibly positive. It really is. Um, and it and it probably is helped, actually, by this kind of casual parlance about people's anxiety. The only thing that makes me a little nervous about it is, like, when I hear my 12-year-old talking mm. about his anxiety, and I'm like, wait, 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 it's not a fad. Right. You know, like... Let's not just jump on the bandwagon. Let's not, right, like, don't get on the anxiety bandwagon just because that's what all the kids on the gram are talking about. Like, you don't have anxiety. You are not. This is like, like in fourth grade, uh, my friend Jeff Peterson broke his arm, and I, I was like, I want to break my arm because he gets getting right. all the attention, right? You know, it's like, no, that's not, you, you don't want to do that. Yeah. It's like anxiety is the new emo for kids. Right. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Anyway, it's that it's fascinating. It really is. And I guess you raise an excellent point with your sharing. Thank you. I, did, I had no idea, and I feel like a bad friend. Oh, um, gosh, no. <laughs> Please but, don't. But it is a really good point that it act, that it does it actually probably does help for it to be in the, the casual parlance. Like, yes. Oh, it I'm totally, like, I'm depressed. It's like, it oh, be okay, good that's normal. Normalizing you know? it is good. Making it a trend that everybody wants to have is not good. Well, yes. Because <laughs> then, peop- <laughs> then, then people stop believing you. If, you're, if you've really got a problem, they think, oh, you're just trying to, you just take a selfie. You'll be fine. Take <laughs> <laughs> a selfie. It's no big. Yeah. Which, I mean, the thing about a panic attack is it usually isn't caused by anything. Right. It's usually just it's a thing you have to write out. And, fig- and knowing that is half the battle. Like, okay, I'm not actually dying. I'm not having a heart attack. It's just a thing I got to write out. It helps you get yeah. through it. Um, it. But part of that is knowing that the people around you can support you and all of that. And so you wouldn't want everybody to go, oh, he's pretending to have a panic attack. Right. Because <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> because it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I don't know if they're on to panic attacks yet, but but frankly, I'm not sure. It's that, mm. it's that culturally might get there. pervasive that it might get there. Yeah. I, hmm. I think we should take a step back now and congratulate ourselves. <laughs> I, I, I think I know where you're going here. Uh-huh. And I uh, think I agree. 
did you see i i think we've we i don't know if it's i would call it peak yet but we are definitely still rising in the old town road little nas x trend oh, uh yeah. with the viral video this week of the eight seven and eight year olds like screaming at the top of their lungs the lyrics to the song as he's yeah. playing it to them and you could tell he's even like backing up a little like whoa these, <laughs> these kids are way more into my song than i expected he's like wow wow the internet is much more powerful than i thought it was <laughs> i have messed with dark forces cow. that i did not previously understand <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's not just like again it's sort of like the marker of what makes something a thing versus just like a popular Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, that was a popular, but it transcended and it just went, it just, is, it's like bananas. Yeah. I thought it, it was going phenomenon. to fade out uh, yeah. recently. Uh, and then it, it, it just like got, it got its second win too. Oh my just God. like Minecraft. I know. Uh, and now it's like viral all over again. Oh my God. That was a really cute video. Those children. Oh, was, that, that, so was a, that was a Friday video right there. Also, it was used in a trailer. It was? Oh yeah. God. And now I'm I'm blanking on the trailer. Huh. But it was used well, in a trailer recently already, you know? It's still on the charts. I will say that it the the probably the best thing about that conversation is that it ra- it oh. raised my awareness of the Yeehaw agenda. Rambo Last Blood uses Old Town Road in its trailer. Oh no way. It does. <laughs> uh what? Okay, I'm going to have to uh I'm gonna have to YouTube that immediately. Also, after Rambo, the show is Last over. Blood. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, wait, what? Genius. That's a thing. I didn't know yeah. that was a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Coming this oh, autumn. I love this show. <laughs> uh, speaking of people who love the show, Sam wrote in. <laughs> see what I did there? Nice. And said, "Longtime listener since the early Bol days. First time caller. Welcome, Sam. Thank you, uh, Sam." I'm 30 years old, Sam writes, and I remember struggling through cursive all through primary school. It got so bad that my grade five teacher gave me summer homework to practice my cursive, and my grandma actually made me do it every single day that summer. Fast forward to grade seven, middle school, and all of the teachers said, I don't care if you use cursive or print as long as I can read it. So why the flip did I even have to learn it? Why? (laughs) I'm 99% sure my printing suffered because of it, too. And then uh, Sam writes, I think cursive should be taught in school, but as an art subject, maybe along with calligraphy, which makes tons of sense. Hmm. That's a great idea. Uh, And then Nikki M said, after your discussion on cursive no longer being taught in school, I wanted to tell you guys about a rabbit hole I fell into recently. My -hmm. daughter has ADHD, which is a whole other thing. So when I saw this video on bullet journaling and how it's good for people with ADHD, I gave it a look over. Anyway... Once I discovered this bullet journal planner slash scrapbook, it can be digital too. Not only that, but they have handwriting as a feature. What? Different styles of prints, calligraphy options, and cursive writing styles. Oh, I've also seen minimalist styles of journaling, which are more focused to male journalers. Is bullet journaling a thing? Is yeah. having a digital journal via OneNote and Evernote becoming a thing? Dude, the digital journal via OneNote Nevernote is really interesting. That I have not heard. Mm-hmm. Bullet journals have been a thing. They oh, yeah. like My sister they almost those. they almost thinged out, I think. Although apparently yeah. not. I think they must still be like rolling Didn't around. Did we talk about it in one of the early seasons of It's a Thing? I feel like that we did. I think we maybe did actually. Yeah. yeah. Cuz they cuz I bought like I bought a daily journal and then it was like I'm not going down the bullet journal rabbit hole. <laughs> like that's like way too much for me. I'm not going to do all that. But yeah, it's a it's a big deal. Well, it just goes along with actually weirdly handwriting 
right? Coloring, because you know how those like really intricate coloring books are a thing and journaling, like handwriting overall is kind of making a comeback. So well, and maybe... Nikki is one of the... I, we got several people suggest this. What about teaching cursive and even calligraphy as part of an art curriculum? Right. Sam said like, that, yeah, which yeah. I think is genius. And says it's. A, and Sam noted it's inexpensive because all students need are <laughs> a pen and pencil yeah. and some paper. Yeah, I, I think, think that's the future of, of cursive. It becomes, it becomes an art. It could thing. be the future of writing overall, actually. I don't know about yeah. you, but I find it harder and harder to write things with well, my hand. I still have to write a check every month. I went down from two a month to one when really? I moved. Yeah, my, my old landlord only would take a check. Oh I, I, couldn't, I couldn't write. And I had to write checks for my bills, so it was actually more than two. Now I have one, one thing I have to send an actual check to. So huh. that keep, keeps me writing. Just that one thing. <laughs> that one check. You're like, that's it. Those muscles are... They're still working. And then finally, in the feedback from Patreon, LED Mirza wrote and just said, Shakshuka, yes. But not every day. Mm, yeah, that's probably... It's rich. It's rich. Probably wise mm. advice. Every uh, Sunday for brunch. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's rich, not our producer rich. Oh, right. Yeah, no. Different. Not him. We don't eat him. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> As long as he keeps publishing everything right. Keep the keep the feedback coming. <laughs> so we can threaten to eat rich. Uh feedback at it's a thing dot me is our email address. You can find all of our episodes if you're new to the show at it's a thing dot me. And of course you can become a patron of the show, get all the bonus content, get an ad free RSS feed, and connect your uh account to the Discord so you can join us live every week for our recordings. Yeah. Do all those things, and you will be the smartest person in the room next time. You will. Patreon.com slash it's a thing. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Give it to me. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.